Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. We're going to keep going down in the power rankings, which is where we're getting to next and, and where they did go down after their loss. Uh, so looking at both the NFL and the ESPN power rankings, the Bucks went down three on the NFL.com power rankings. They were number six. Now they are number nine. And I'll give you, Casey, those top one through ten. It's the Bills at five and one. The Eagles at six and zero. Oh. The Chiefs are number three. Four is the Vikings. Five, the Bengals. Six, the Cowboys. Seven, the Giants. Eight, the Ravens, and nine, the three and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And honestly, Casey, I told you that if I was doing the power rankings out, I might put them a little bit lower because uh, I just, I just have not been impressed by their play of late. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not sure if they deserve to be a top 10 team after what we've seen from them. Do they have the capabilities of being a top 10 team? Yes. A hundred percent. Do they have the talent? Yes. Have they shown that to us? No, I don't think that they've shown us that they're a top 10 team. Um, And that I think is what is frustrating to me about this. Absolutely. And yeah, you and I chatted about that and pretty much agreed on it as well. Because, you know, when you start paying attention to what teams start rolling in underneath them, you're just seeing a little bit more gumption and gusto from those other teams. And that's where things kind of get a little sad because, you know, they deserve better. You it's, I think the hard part to the pill to swallow here is that training camp, this team was being compared to piecing together that perfect Madden roster. Yep. And then you've got, you know, Julio Jones, who's really performed in what one game, if you will, even though he's played in two. Yeah. Um, and even then he, he had a limited reps in that one game that he, that he performed. And it was the one big catch that really kind of set the tone there. And after that, we've seen nothing since, um, I will say in, in the second game that he did get to play, there was all, also some limited opportunity there just because uh, routes and and not miscues on his end, but just like big matchups or coverages that kind of shut him out of the game. But you can't go from being a Madden roster to to a three and three team losing to a one and four Steelers and you're making mistakes that should be manageable by now. Um, I will say it's probably not that great that this team always ends up relying on the defense to pull it through for them. And while before this week, haven't checked the statistics updated yet, but you know, this defense only allowed um, an average of 15 points and can't always come down to defense. But when offense is making mistakes, such as can't not managing uh, their third downs and having way too many third and outs, then you're relying on your defense to be on the field way too much. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And this was a, this was kind of a thing the first year that Tom Brady was here, 2020. There was a lot of tight games where defense really pulled through for these guys, and then all of a sudden they started to kind of find their footing um, middle of the end of the season there. And I, I'm going to say it 100 times, I'm just really hoping that that Steelers game was that 2020 Chicago Bears game. Nobody expected the Bears to pull off that W. And not that it was embarrassing, but, you know, it was embarrassing. It reminded them that they're not playing good football. Not to quote Tom Brady almost in every press conference, but they're not playing good football. No. And there's got to be some simple little cleanups that they can do to start getting them on the right trajectory to even talk about them being a playoff team. Right now, this is this is not per se a playoff team. They can't face, um, you know, they're they're heading into a Panthers matchup that should be a shoo-in, but I, I, I'm nervous to even say that. Because if you go in and you can't score points and your defense is relied on just to hold these guys back and they keep getting in field goal range, then you're looking at another terrible scoring game for one. And for two, that's a nail biter because you're just seeing which offense can find the end, the, the end zone first. Yep. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. Um, I would almost, you know, vouch to be like they don't even deserve to be at, at position 10 as of right now, according to ESPN. But we'll give it to them. I just hope that they look at something like this and say, dang, we're below the Giants, the Jet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All the New York fans were like, hey, we earned that. And yes, they did. Especially Matt McCara, <laughs> who was a diehard Jets fan. And uh, the Jets and the Chargers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But you just have these teams where it's like, you know, you should have been hanging in there a little tighter. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago, I was going to bat for them being in position four or five over eight. And now I'm like, oh, they might need to be hanging out at that lucky, unlucky 13, if you will. So Hopefully these power rankings will will spark some light and life into both the offensive and defensive side of the ball for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think that leads us right over to the sale and to the south segment because sure does. Haley, the way that this team has been playing, guess what they're doing? They are not going to be sitting top of the NFC South for long. <laughs> I can unfortunately mm -hmm. deliver that news. No, right. no, they're not. They're still, they're still in first place just because of their win over the Falcons. But they're, I mean, they're, they have a three and three record just like the Falcons do. Yep. Um, and it, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you just have to be better. Um, because this is not a fantastic NFC South this year. Um, uh, there's been, there's been years where it's been a little bit tighter. Um, Ooh. this is not, this is not like, overly difficult to be at the top of these teams this year. <laughs> so you need to, you need to be there. You need to be number one and you are still number one, but you have to maintain that. And um, it's going to be interesting this weekend because um, you know, the Panthers are one and five and, and, but they just lost to a one and four team Casey. So exactly. you, kind of have, you have to hold your breath a little bit going into this game. And I'm sure that we'll preview that matchup a little bit more, but right now the bucks do sit atop the NFC South at three and three with that first place win over the Falcons. They mm -hmm. are number one Falcons are also three and three coming off a win 
The Saints are two and four coming off a loss and the Panthers are one and five and they're on a three game skid right now. The Bucks will look at to make it for Casey. Any thoughts on the NFC South? A lot of thoughts because for one, <laughs> that knowledge that you just dropped about where everybody's sitting and whether they're coming off of a win or a loss, um, you know, I've mentioned it here on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns that desperate teams will put you in a very scary situation. And, you know, the Steelers were in, were a desperate team. Now, yep. I had that daunting stat sitting in my brain forever about Mike Tomlin being 14 and four versus, you know, making comebacks on three consecutive losses. And then he turned it into 15 and four versus the Bucks. And that was painful. Not that I know the statistics yet when it comes to the Panthers bouncing back, but they are in the midst of, you know, a lot of their own drama and issues taking place. And um, Rule got ruled out the other week. So their head coaching situation did switch up, which could help them or, you know, could be something that hinders them for a few more weeks while they try to get their uh get acclimated and get their footing there so hopefully this is a situation that will not be taken lightly not saying that the bucks took the Steelers lightly but this is a, again another opportunity to try to throw some different plays in there to try something different you have you have a great setup here to try something different make this more of a grooming game work on those rookies get them those confident reps try something different in the red zone you have a huge opportunity here try it for the first quarter and then if not you know whatever um but i think that it would it, they'd be remiss not to go in with a little bit of a different game plan here versus a team mm-hmm. like the panthers who are one in five um, as for the saints i mean they're still kind of jotting back and forth a lot of this progress they've made over the past two three weeks has been andy dalton at quarterback and that was interesting um and they're dealing through their own slew of, of injuries and all sorts of inconsistency issues. So I'm not too worried about the Saints. So what I can say is that all of those NFC South projections of the Panthers and the Saints being top of the NFC South, we can put that to bed. But it's the Falcons that they really have to worry about here because they're kind of the dark horse in this division, if you will. Um, they just beat a really decent is the best word I can think of 49ers team, but this 49ers defense is ranked number one, um, I believe in, in their run stop defense and a few other things in the league. So for them to have um, formidable categories that they perform well in, that was interesting to see that the Falcons were able to top them, but I'm not surprised. They hung in there with the Rams. They've done some good things against good teams and they almost made a comeback versus the Bucks. So if the Bucks don't get their head on straight and figure out their identity, figure out what works for them and start executing more than, you know, examining and pointing fingers, then it's going to be the Falcons that are sitting top of the NFC South by the end of the season. And that would be really unfortunate for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. So those are my final thoughts on our sale into the South. 